Suffolk, England. Tonight we have Let the Vintage Flow, Joan Chavoo and that wandering singer and monologue man Brian Cohen, along with myself, can be heard discussing, amongst other topics, the casting of Prince Charming at the school play, the cabaret in London Soho, and, as always, the local music scene. I, Keith Dursley, am your host. I've just been in one or two um, plays, Brian, at school, and also a church one with my best friend Julia. And it's funny how you remember just a line or two from a play, isn't it? Yes, You've yes, done it. Yes. And mine was... Um, Julia was my mother, and I... Um, had to sort of drop this vase and the words of the last uh, the end of the play was oh Matilda not the blue one isn't that funny how you remember just sort of a couple of lines of this play yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah. it's really strange yeah. and then what? we were my friend Jean and I at school we were in it's called the Jewel Maiden was the opera we were doing and we had to have these big symbols and bash them at certain times and wear yeah. Chinese hats. Yeah. That was yeah. quite good. Yeah. Well, I remember at Moreland Road Primary School, in my last year, we did um, Sleeping Beauty and they said I had to be the king. So they said, oh, Keith, oh, well, you'll have to wear black stockings. And I thought, oh, God, I thought they meant like, like my mum wore, you know, <laughs> right up to the thigh. <laughs> fishnet, you know what I mean? I'm not wearing High heels and high heels and fishnet. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, and, and, and for your robe, will, have you got a red dressing gown? Well, some, some other, someone brought in a dressing gown for me to wear, a red dressing gown. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I tell you that the crown that they prepared was absolutely fantastic. It's cardboard yeah. crown painted gold with red, with rubies and rubies, yeah, and sapphires, and yeah, yeah. it looked fantastic. And uh, yeah. of course, you know, you got you got Kip Richmond was playing Prince Charming. That was a role I wanted, really. <laughs> Because <laughs> you've got the kiss the princess. <laughs> that was the king, you know. And and when the when the prince was talking to the the, the, the princess and got yeah. her hand and started to put his arm around her, the curtains parted and I walked in with a crown on and everyone roared with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure to this day whether they were supposed to. And I delivered my lines. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you haven't forgotten it. No, no. <laughs> been, They'll pay for it one. They'll pay for it one day. <laughs> I've been paying for it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. In yeah. one of the church where I used to go, I I played the part of Mary, and this chap Tony was Joseph, and um, I had to have this sort of big. Well, that was blue, really, but anyhow, 
this white, I bought this white sort of part sheet and the um, Mrs. Hooley, who used to go to church, but she was also a RE teacher at Nacton Road where I used to go. And um, she was really cross to think that I'd only bought this sort of small piece of cloth to put around my head. Yeah. She was, um, I mean, she was quite, a, I mean, she used to play the organ sometimes. <laughs> But she was a, a funny sort of woman, really, but she was really cross to think that I'd only bought this small... And she said, you can't have that. And she bought this big blue sort of piece of sheeting to put round me, you know? It's strange to think to remember at school, isn't it? Well, this, yes, was, yes, this, yes. Was, this was at the church, yeah. Yes. Never well, mind. Who was you playing? Sorry? Who was you playing that needed something large? Mary. Oh, Mary. Play, oh I see. Uh, they wanted something to drink down the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you would have looked like a washerwoman. <laughs> well, Mary's closet. Knitted up the front. You know that. You know how they used to have it, didn't they? The old yeah. uh, char ladies. Like a nun. Up the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never did any um, drama at Northgate. I wish I had. They had that. a good North. They had a good. Uh, they did. Because I, I think I went and see a play. The, the, the plays they put on were absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I remember Terry. Was playing a role. I forget even what the play was, but um, the one of the teachers who was, you know, taking, who was directing the play, he said, um, Easter. He said, you'll, of course, um, you realise before the first night you'll have to have your hair cut. He said, well, I'm not, no way. You know, he was prepared to leave to, to walk out of the production rather than his hair cut. He just said, you get your priorities right, boy. <laughs> I think with that, he, he, had a, he went in for a, uh, you know, brief short back and sides. You heard the um, actress Jane Lapiteur, Brian? Jane Lapiteur? Jane Lapiteur? What did she do? An act- she, she was an actress. She was brought, born in Ipswich. And she was a friend of my cousin's. And um, I started off going to Allen Road Methodist Church, um, Sunday school, where Jane used to go. And um, she held my hand to help me go into the Sunday school for the first time, along with my cousin. And um, my cousin was um, quite a good sort of actress, along with Jane. They used to belong to the Allen Road Methodist Church Youth Club. And they used to put on, and she turned out to be a, a renowned actress with Olivier and everything. She did really well. Right. Yeah. Um, was there a particular part that I might remember in? She was in Cleopatra, and she was yeah, in, right. um, um, what was the other one? Um, oh dear. She was in Picasso. Picasso, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was fostered. Um, by this lady in um, Ipswich, and I've got her book, and that's called Grace and Favour, and her foster mother's name was Grace. She never had any, you know, I mean, she was fostered and there was no money in the house, and she passed for the 11 plus to go to the grammar school, and her foster mother used to say, how am I going to afford for you to go to grammar school, you know? It's a really interesting book, because she mentions my cousin in it, and yeah. Road Youth Club, which I, I used to know quite well. Um, yeah. Yeah, and um, she came and done a reading quite a few years ago in Allen Road Methodist Church, and we got her 
book and her autograph. Yeah. I asked her about my cousin. She said, oh, I remember her. She said, we used to do um, handstands around her house. But sadly, my cousin died, went to Australia, but sadly died of cancer um, or many years ago. But she was, she used to make up tunes on the piano and she was really lovely, you know. I was chuffed once that we were playing, uh, you know, in the class, at Northgate, in class, you, you had to do, as I say, you had to take parts in whatever play you were studying. Yeah. And um, we had an American teacher, Mr. Hallett. He said, uh, he sort of put it up for the vote. We had Robin Hood. We were playing the, you know, yeah. play about Robin Hood. And um, he said, right, he said, I'm going to choose a boy and he must... Say to me who he wishes to cast in the role of Robin Hood. They chose this guy, uh, Cudgley his name was. He said, who do you think should be Robin Hood? He said, Keith Dursley. (laughs) 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 I was so chuffed. Did you do it? I I didn't even have a beard at the time. (laughs) Be young for that. Did you say... um, did you say, I'll take it, uh, but who's playing Maid Marion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know him too well, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Brian, when we went to have our jab at Denham, yeah. they asked Keith for his name, naturally, and apparently there were two Keith Dursleys. Don't believe it. I, I know. An imposter. An imposter. <laughs> We never found out who the other one was, <laughs> did we? No, no. Well, she asked, she asked me what my ethnicity was. I said Anglo-Saxon. She oh. Said, <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> when, when's your next um, jab, Brian? The 7th of April. All right, we're the 30th. Yeah. 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 Be nice, won't it, when you've got your both got got the two jabs. Oh yes, yes, yes. Might, yeah. We might all end up that doing one every year now, apparently. Well They do no. with the, they do with the flu, don't they? So there's not much different yeah, really. Yeah. Better to be safe than sorry. It doesn't yeah. seem right though, does it? I mean Why if, not? as a species you know, if you well, can't if you can't survive without having a bloody injection of something or other, that's well, not. Well, why not? Well, that's not. That's not. What? In the scheme of things, is it? Well, they're not to know these viruses are about. I suppose. Uh, well, yeah. Life's not all just plain sailing, is it? No. Doesn't bother me as long as I'm. I'm free from you know, it. I mean, I'll well, take anything. I, I just think, you know, the human being... If I, I think it's, a lot, it's philosophizing. It's philosophizing. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. you know, that we should be so robust we could fight off the bugs anyway. But we're not. But we're not, and we have to use yeah. our intelligence to um, create these oh. serums. Well, yeah. Things. I mean, so we use our intelli- we use our intelligence to uh, to uh, fight the battle, so to speak. But yes. It seems that we need to use something else to prevent us from actually falling ill. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I would go along with your thoughts that man is really uh, far more than what we think he is, 
and that he should be um, able to live without falling ill. Mm. Yes, but, I but, agree. But you can't, can you? I mean, with the po- polio one, you know, um, that because everyone had the injection, you know, you hardly hear of polio, do you? Oh, right. I mean, Donovan had polio. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that we shouldn't have, you know, um, inoculations or anything no, like that. No. What I'm saying is, is on the wider picture, that human being um, should be able to sort of remain well. Yeah. 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 He shouldn't be able to. He doesn't need to fall ill. I should be safe. But, but hold on. But but we do. And yeah. it just, you know, for me, from my sort of philosophical sort of thought, mm-hmm. is that it's because man is still very young. Yeah. You know, he, he isn't fully produced. He isn't fully mature. No. Yeah. No. He's still, he's still just uh, scrabbling around there, you know, not really knowing what the hell it's all about. Mm. Uh, is, it, is it surprising that he gets ill and, you know, so, you know, the purpose of man is not yet clear in no. man's... And, and nobody would have foresaw this, would they? I mean, when we were um, toasting the new year in in 2000 and, what was it, 20, you'd never think in two months' time that this would all happen. Oh, right. I mean, 18th of March was the last time we saw Gwen, and on the 23rd, yeah. all this came out. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't I seen her for a year nearly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good job we've got Zoom because you still feel that you're with her, you know, because you yeah, see her every yeah. week. Absolutely. And it's yeah. so good. And she's, I mean, she had COVID, but very, very mildly. And yeah. um, she's fine. So, and, and the home now are free of COVID. So that's... Yeah, that's very good. I, th- I think we all... She's very good. You can, you can always um, refer to the saying of uh, that great writer O. Henry, who said, there's no such thing as sickness, there's only that which makes us feel unwell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've been putting things on my website, chats in the time of COVID. I mean, I think, I think on the whole, the country's been pretty good sort of abiding by the rules. I know there's some who haven't had... Yeah. With all the kids having to do homeschooling, I think in a way, you know, they've they've all done pretty well, haven't they? I think so, generally speaking. Yeah. You know, I mean, the idea of everybody following all the rules. I yeah. mean, nobody has ever followed all the rules. So why they expected it this time, I don't know. But no. generally speaking, I think we have been yes. good. Yes. I mean, it is it is strange. The only thing that, about it is that. Uh, England is, or Great Britain, um, has the highest death rate yes. in Europe. Yes. And um, I thought, I thought, well, you know, is it just that we are such a kind of uh, a small island, um, lots of people, you know, yes. close together, so to speak? Looking yeah. back, it seems as if we moved about like gods. <laughs> <laughs> about your um, exercise thing. Yes, we did that this morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just sweat. Yes. Every Sunday yeah. morning from nine till quarter to ten. Very good. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. It is good. And they're, ni- they're nice people. The coach is nice, isn't he? Joan bought me a couple of dumbbells for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky, lucky Brian, because I bought them in a charity shop just before lockdown. Talking about Debenhams, though, I, uh, I was walking past, this was years ago, walking past yeah. Debenhams and I saw my friend Ray standing outside Ray Kirk. He went, hey, Keith. He said, do you want £3,000? I thought, well, who doesn't? Yeah, right, rather silly question. I said, well, yeah, I wouldn't mind, Ray, what what do you mean? And he said, come with me, he took me upstairs, and there was this woman at the desk signing all these people up for £3,000 worth of credit. He said, said, you can get yourself a suit, you can get television. He said, hi-fi, he said, get everything you want. I said, Ray, you've got to pay this all back, you know. (laughs) Get yourself in jail. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a bottle of Shiraz. Oh, you're all Shiraz, all wonderful. I mustn't try and knock it over tonight. (laughs) No, it is, I mean, that is a terrible thing to see. But a bottle of wine just gets... Spread over the tablecloth. Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, we we had a, we had a Zoom um, concert on Friday with the uh, stand and deliver people, and we nearly had the same problem with a bottle of Budweiser. <laughs> I opened oh. that and nearly sent it over the sink. Salvaged <laughs> <laughs> it. Was was Blacksall um, featured in the film? Um, um, what do they call it? Um, yeah, I know the one you mean. Ronald Bly, Aikenfield. Aikenfield, that's it. That was Black, um, was it? No, I didn't think so. He, he made up the name Aikenfield, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah Mummy's working on the land there. Oh. No, he didn't. There is an Aikenfield, isn't there, Brian? Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I've got a feeling that um, there were a couple of shots of the low house in it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'd like to see that again. Now, I remember it was premiered on TV, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that would be interesting. That's pretty good. It was pretty good, yes. And it was very good. Ronald Blythe, my brother knows him. Yes. And he played the vicar in it, didn't he? He had a small part as the vicar. Did it? Oh, I can't remember those details. Yeah, the writer. The yeah. one writer of the original book, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Peggy Cole, Brian? Yes, oh, yes, no, I think. She, she, she was... Oh, yeah, she was in it, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she'd been to the ship a couple of times, actually. Um, and, I mean, she was a legend in her sort of, you know, yeah, in her time. Yes, I've got her book. It's very good. Yeah, and I remember going to uh, Jubilee, I think. Uh, is it in Aubra? Is there a hall called Jubilee Hall? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Well, I remember going to a show that um, she was a part of, mm-hmm. and um, she was, you know, telling stories about Suffolk and various things, you know. Very good she was, yeah, yes. yeah. I remember once at the Suffolk Book League, we had this... Uh, 
lady come on who um, she'd written a book I forget her name now and I forget the name of her book but um, it was all about the um, the villagers you know and she, yeah. of, course, of course she talked rather like this and when she talked a bit about the villagers she said I say no I, I like that you know and it <laughs> yeah. came across as a bit patronising really oh, okay. you know, as if she was dealing yeah. with a tribe of pygmies or something you know uh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine, yes, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, she, hopefully her intentions were good. Oh, yeah, she was She was a nice lady, but uh, yeah, right, yeah. she, didn't, she just, didn't see anything wrong with it at all. She said, oh, of course, the village people who meet her say, yeah, get out of it, you're a white You know, which means, don't mind your own business. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> like she was an interpreter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, slightly, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. So, what have you been up to? You been any um, any songs you've been um, producing? Uh, writing? I've been tinkering around with a few little bits. I've got another uh, talking blues type one. Yes, yeah. Because I don't know if I, we ever told you. On one of our trips to London, we went to a cabaret called the Green Fingernail. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were booked into. I was going to do a reading there, which I did. Um, but we um, we we had a um, we had digs arranged, B and B like, somewhere along um, Drury Lane, and we oh, were on Government Garden Market. Yeah. And, uh, this chap sort of saw us looking around and looking in the A to Z and obviously lost and he said where do you want to go mate and he helped us you know and I wrote this thing about him a right, a right cockney character out of uh, Oliver Twist he, he was called Squidly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he said my name's Squidly <laughs> just like the awful dodger you know we, we offered him some money so he could get a yeah, hot, hot yeah, chocolate that's right. or something he wouldn't take anything wouldn't take yeah, anything there you are because there you are. no helpful yeah, I mean it's just the start type of stories that um, they uh, um, podcast so yeah. I, I would, I'd say to you you know get on there and, and do it you know if you yeah. mark yes yeah yeah I think we're in for a song, Brian. Really? He, he's tuning up. <laughs> well, as, as I was telling you earlier about this chap, Colin Garden, Brian. Yeah. Mr. Squidly, I um, I thought I would um, pick up the guitar and um, see what a strum could make of it. Day we met Mr. Squidly goes something like oh, this. Lovely, yeah, lovely. Song. <laughs> this Cockney gent, Mr. Squidly, with rattled cheeks and stringy yellow hair, was our guide that night to the world of the green fingernail. He refused coffee money for helping us strangers. We'd been searching the A to Z 
Squidly took us straight to our hotel in old Drury Lane. Later he returned and we we set out for Soho. The green fingernail at Derek's bar in Romilly Street. Nobody knew anything about a poetry cabaret. There wasn't even a piece of cardboard pointing to Dick's bar downstairs under a pub. But we made it and found the spotlit stage and a great audience. Soon enough I hit them with Who is this Charlie Potatoes? <laughs> then Billy's Philly And Tales of Ancient Ipswich It's funny we didn't see him again But forever after that would be known as the night where we had Mr. Squidly and Mr. Squidly alone to be our guide. That was wonderful, wonderful. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. You know, you really should, um, uh, you could sing that. <laughs> on on uh, Radio Four, you know you could um, good on that. Yeah, you could ring up and sort of say this is about a Mr. Squiggly. You know, put it an intro on it. Sort of this is about a Mr. Squiggly. We were out of town. We were from Suffolk. We didn't know where we were going or what we were doing or something. We were going to a poetry concert and we were lost. And we came across Mr. Squiggly. Yeah, and then go. You know. Just something like that, you know, and do it and yeah. see what they, you never know, they may, they may go for it because yeah. um, it's that sort of program that they can uh, adjust it and adjust it, absolutely, be flexible, you know, um, you never know, you never know. See, the thing yeah. is, when, when he first sort of buttonholed us, Mr. Squidly, <laughs> I thought great. he wants to take my fucking wallet, you know? <laughs> so I was watching, yeah, I thought... I'd leave that bit out, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was watching him, but, but he obviously was so genuine, yeah. you know, he was just trying yeah. to help. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's the sort of um, uh, story that is, um, you know, it brings a bit of truth, you know, where sort of people from out of town going into London yes. would have, you know, yeah. would have that kind of feeling, you know, they think, oh, us country people, you know, they'll take us on, you know, but as you say. You these, know. um, these, um, sort of scam artists, they watch out for people who are looking in the A to Z, I think if you're looking in the A to Z, you're a bloody, you're a country bumpkin. They can, they can make some money out of you, you know. They do. You're absolutely right. I'm, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember we were in, we were in York, and we were looking for somewhere, and this chap came up and said, um, 
What are you looking for, mate? I said, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. You went, yeah, yeah, toss pot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you are, you see. <laughs> well, we're going to show so. And you said, oh, yeah, you know, oh, toss pot. Have you got a song for us, Brian? Or oh, or um, oh, yes. Um, uh, what have I got? Hold on, I've got some funny. I've got oh, oh, hold on, Joan's just boiling the kettle here. Boil the kettle. Oh, that's all right, Brian, I'm here. Yeah, what, what key? I'll turn it off, sorry. Yeah, what key is the kettle in? <laughs> turn it off. Yeah, yeah. You're right, okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, okay, yes, yeah. I've just picked up one here, just, um, you know, I can't remember what songs I've done, tell you the truth. So uh, you might find, well, you'll, re you'll probably remember more than I will, Keith. But well, this is Maggie May. Oh, <laughs> you haven't done course, that yet. There was a song by, um, what's his name, Rod Stewart. His song was taken from this, you know, he was kind of... Oh, this is a traditional one, is it? Oh, yes, yes, Oh, great, yes. great, yeah. Now come on all you sailor boys and listen to my plea. And when you've heard my tale, you'll pity me. For I was a ruddy fool. In the port of Liverpool, the first time that I came home from sea. I was paid out back at home from the port of Leon. Four pounds ten a month, it was my pay. With a pocket full of tin, I was very soon took in by the girl with the name of Maggie May. Oh, Maggie, Maggie May, they have taken her away, and she'll never walk down Lime Street anymore. For she robs so many sailors, and captains aren't the whalers, that dirty robin, no good Maggie May. Oh, well, do I remember when I first met Maggie May, she was cruising up and down old Canning Plain. With a figure so divine, like a frigate of the line. So me, being a sailor, I gave chase. Next morning I awoke, I was flat and stony broke. No jacket, trousers, waistcoat could I find. When I asked her where they were, she said, My very dear sir, they're down at Kelly's Pawn Shop number nine. Oh, Maggie, Maggie May, they have taken you away and never walk down Lime Street anymore. Anymore. Oh, she robbed so many sailors and captains of the whalers. That dirty robin, no good Maggie May. At the pawn shop I did go, but no clothes could I find. The policeman came and took that girl away. Took girl away. The guilty, guilty founder of robbing homeward founder and paid a passage out to Botany Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. That's Very good. good. <laughs> That's good. Right. Yeah, I, like, I do like that one. That's a fun. real treasure, that one. Yes, yes. Find <laughs> a gem. I've probably oh, Dave's not playing his guitar much these days. He tells me. No, that's right. Yeah, no, he told me that. You know, when I talked about um, setting something up in Fram, you know, he kind of he yeah. Kind of said, you know, oh, I don't play much. Anymore. He's not in for it. He's not up for it. Well, I, you know, I thought when I heard that, I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to kind of. Uh, 
when I say confront him, I'm not going to sort of say, come on, Dave, you're in a glove No, I do myself well. I'll it's get got it going. It's got to come from him, hasn't it? Yeah. The idea is, is that I get it going it and obviously invite them up there, but not to do anything. That's right, that's right. You know, and I hope that... Um, I hope that if I invite him up and he gets a good feeling from it, then he might just, you know what I mean? Yeah, give him a boost as well, wouldn't it? That's of course it, of course it would, yeah. Have you heard him on guitar, Brian? Yes, oh yes, yeah, I heard him at the Black... He used to uh, do it, isn't he? Heard him at uh, Bedfield Crown. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, because he went there, didn't he? Well, he's got very good voice. I mean, not in playing, he's just matching his mouth. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm so... Um, I mean, coming late to the kind of music industry, what I might say. <laughs> uh, <coughs> when I hear of people who... Good players, you know, good, um, I mean, I know a couple of uh, good guitar players who kind of say, well, in fact, Dave and um, another chap in front, who is Two others in front, although one is ill, actually, but... Roger, do you mean? Uh, no, not Roger, no, no. In fact, he came up in conversation the other day with Diane. Um, when she mentioned his name, and I said, well, I said, I think... Roger's a bit more, um, he's a bit too serious. Yes. <laughs> you know, no, I mean... I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm he's, yeah. His partner's very nice. Do you know her? Oh, yeah. No, I know her partner. I know her partner. Sorry, yeah. 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 She's, she's Lovely very, lady. Yeah, we, we met them around Terry and Dave's once, and she was so nice and easy to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And she lives next door to him. Did you know that? Oh, they, right. they, they live next door to each other in Castle Street. Oh, oh, right. Right. Yeah, they don't actually live together, but they live next door to each other and sort of go into each other's. Well, that's a good arrangement. Yes. She said, I, I, I like to go out and, and open my garden gate and go into my home. <laughs> but she's yeah. so nice. As soon as you start talking to her, you, you know, she's so nice. Yeah. I'd seen her folks around. Um, I don't know where, but her face was familiar. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Um, although I hadn't, I hadn't met Roger much before. No, no. Um, well, he, he was a very nice person, but as you say, he's a bit serious. Yeah, he does seem, yeah, yeah. Sort of scholarly-like, isn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know what came was it. Oh yes, Dave. Trying to get Dave to um, play in that. Yeah. Yes, it would be nice. Yeah, but the idea but, is. In fact, he might <laughs> like to do it, Brian, as he's been shut in so much. Perhaps he'll think, yeah, that would be nice. Well, what What I'm hoping is, is or oh, the, the plan. The plan is to try and get him to play. The plan is trying to get anybody to play. Yeah. But, um, is to get the thing going. Just, just simply because it's going to be, you know, um, not only inviting singers or players, but also inviting people as an audience. Yes. Because oh, yeah. That's often, important. Often these That's things, important. you get invitations to 
to musicians and to singers, but you don't get an invitation to audiences. Mm. And the audience is as important as the singers. Yes. Because when you find you have an audience, you sing far better than if you're just singing to the same old faces that just sing yes. everybody. You know what I mean? Wait, so, you don't want to sing to other singers, do you really? Right, no, of course not. Of course not. You know what I mean? You know. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to go to the Crown. I don't remember. I don't know this lady's name, but she was really nice, and she used to come not to play, but just to listen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Biggish lady, but she was so pleasant. She had horses. I know the one you mean, actually. Do you know the yeah. one I mean? Yeah, she was kind of. I remember her because um, who was it? Um, I think it was Stanley and some other person, and we knew that there was um, the chap. She would come along with the chap. Yes. Or he would turn up later. That's but it right. wasn't her husband or anything. It no. was kind of a bit of a clandestine. Yeah. Her husband was Yeah. Yeah. Her husband was interested, you see. So she's she a very nice, very nice person. Haven't seen her for a while. Yeah. But she was looking to move into Framlingham somewhere. I don't know if she ever did. Oh, right. Where, where was she from then? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, was it? Was it somewhere outside, naturally outside Framingham? That's right. So I, I'm not sure. A foreigner? <laughs> yeah. It used to be good in the crown, though, didn't it, Brian? Wasn't that good? Wasn't that a good time? Yeah. That? That's yeah. where we first saw Brian Cohen. Yeah. And I really? Thought, what, I, thought, <laughs> I thought, what a voice when you did. You know, the song from My Fair Lady. Did I really? The street where you live. I'll never forget it, Brian. Did I really? And, then and that, that really struck us because that was one of the ones we've been working on. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and when we saw you in the goat, I said to Keith, I said, that's that chap who sang. I said, yeah. don't have a word. I didn't realise I'd sung that song in the park. I mean, in the crown. Yeah. Because I think it stood out because, well, I like show tunes anyhow, so for me, yes, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, and we're still doing it, aren't we? I mean, yeah. we, we used to do it around the residential homes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go on, dear. There you go. I don't suppose they have any, well, I know they won't because of the COVID, but I don't suppose they have any music at the Crown, do they, Brian? Uh, well, uh, they haven't had, uh, no. 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 Um, they used to have, um, or they used to go to a session that they used to have at the back room. You know that sort of large room? At yes. The back? Yeah. That's where they, that part yeah. of the eight of, Oh, yes. What he was like. But again, it was, you know, as uh, Keith was kind of bringing up there, and uh, as I sort of absolutely confirmed, that. Um, you're singing to singers and singing to players or playing to players, you know, I mean, it's all right, you know, but it's not the same, you know. No. Like, you, know, you can do the things on Zoom as we're doing and that type of thing, but it's not the same as being there, you know. Mm. Um, and when you're singing and etc., I mean, you only need a few people to be an audience. Well, the, the, um, the standard delivers that we do over Zoom... Yeah. Uh, when they write it up, they say we had um, 18 performers last night singing and yeah. playing, and we had four audience. 
Oh, well done. Right. That's great. Yeah, that's and that's cool. great to think that people just turn up because they want to hear everything. They're not in it for something for themselves. They're right. No. Push their career. They're in it because they like hearing the artists, you know. That's right. That's right. You see, it's so important. Yeah, yeah. No, I always remember, I mean, the atmosphere at the low house. You know, sometimes we'd sort of be there, we'd all be doing our bits and all that type of thing. And then a few people would come in and the whole kind of yes. thing would change. Yeah, you know, yeah. Immediately we're, we're singing to people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't heard us before and it's kind of like a welcome. And oh, it's just so different. So, yeah, so important. Um, so although the Crown has got that back room, um, it's, it's tucked away, you know, and nobody almost knows we're there. So um, that might be the case I was saying to Keith earlier um, about the room at the back of the uh, Conservative Club, what used to be the Corn Club. Um, There is a small hall there. um, And if we did it in an afternoon when the cafe is open, then it could be, it's quite close to that. So it could be an attraction for people, yes. you know, keep the doors open and that sort of thing. Or they might close them, I don't know. But anyway, um, so, you know, because it's... And I said to Diane, I said, you know, I don't want this thing tucked away somewhere where we're just singing to ourselves. I said, we can do that anywhere. No. So you've got, you know, we've got to sort of fix people. We've got to sort of <coughs> make ourselves felt there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things involved in just because once you've made your petition, once you've done it, then you've got to go, you know, you've got yes. to do it. Yes. And um, so you've got to be right from the start, just taking as much as you can and then include that and off you go. Yes, yes. So I'm quite excited about that, I must say, I really am. Yeah, she's got an idea. She's going to read out one of my silly pieces that I wrote. <laughs> I mean, I won't. <laughs> what, another one? <laughs> yes. It happens, it happens to be out of my book, which is available on Amazon. That's <laughs> called All the Red Brick Streets, you know. I mean, she couldn't read it, really. What's it called? Odd job. Odd job. Right up. It tickled the landlady to see me on the ladder, three stories up, painting what hadn't been touched since before World War Two, where the rim of the window was too high. I tied the brush to a piece of wood and got there. If I'll go that far for her, how much more would I attempt on your account? I'd organise a balloon and find us a home among the clouds. I'd harness the gulls and the buzzers that once floated like angels over the acres of stinking garbage spread out on Lancia Road dump. <laughs> Lovely, yeah. Oh, well done. And I, 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 do, I, do... I do have another. Thank oh, oh, no, don't, no. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. Yes. <laughs> oh, read out another one that's on Amazon as well. <laughs> I mean, I know it's only two ninety nine on Amazon. Five <laughs> pound for two. <laughs> this is called Uncle Ray. Yeah, go on. 
They had Davy Crockett on at the Gaumont in 1957, and Uncle Ray and I were not going to miss it. He was as keen to see the movie as I was. We followed it up a year later with Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. Ray was amiable, relaxed, someone to be counted on. Did his bit in the army and got hell from the Sarge for smiling too much. Tall, fit, game for karaoke. Can it be we'll never meet Ray again? And that personality of his is dissolved into the universe. What's waiting for us behind the door? Who can tell? The thing is, if Ray's to be found there, that's going to be good enough for us. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Get that book, are you? <laughs> yes, everybody. All the should, red brick streets. Everybody should buy it. You can find it on Amazon. <laughs> I think you know that kind of. Uh, interaction is, is good. You know what I mean? It's not to be cut. I, I read that at his funeral and I, I, I had to turn away and bite my tears back. Did you? Yeah. 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 He, he was a lovely man, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic, my Uncle Ray. And I only regretted that I hadn't done one for my other uncle, Derek. Because um, yeah. uh, we went to Derek's funeral and his son... Carl read out a fantastic bit he'd written. He said his dad had always been his hero. His dad had been the guy who showed him how to use a lady's stocking or tight, a leg of a lady's tights to catch an eel. Oh, to catch an eel. Yeah. Uh, to repair the, um, the fan in the yeah, car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I want you to take mine off to do that. <laughs> yeah. He, he had a lot of tra- he had a lot of tragedy though, Uncle Derek, because his grandson was killed on Bishop's Hill. He wasn't very old, and then his daughter committed suicide, didn't she? Yeah. And then his daughter c- com- committed suicide, so he'd had a whole lot of you know sadness yeah, in his, his life. Yeah, his grandson was killed by this idiot who came freewheeling down Bishop's Hill without any breaks and ran into a party of teenagers, amongst yeah. whom was Dean, who was killed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my dad, he was in the hospital, he'd had a stroke, and he um, they did all this um, surgery, sort of, yeah. you know, replacing various arteries, I suppose, and things, and we thought, yeah. oh, well, he's going to be all right. He came home, seemed fine. Yeah. Um, one, him, eh? one of the things was, one of the surgeons or or housemen who'd come into the ward um he was an indian and uh, george had been in india during the uh, second world war yeah and he this guy came from the same little village that was right near the base you know george was chatting to him about this place you know and, and that was sort of in the 19, well, obviously in the 1940s. I know, but the chances of that, I mean... It's amazing, yeah. And, and then shortly after that, yeah. suddenly George died. He was swept away. Yeah. And that was that, you know. Yeah. It's almost like this bloke was a messenger, you know. But I, just, I was just going to say that. You almost think that, you know, he was sent to kind of ease the passing of Yes, George. yeah. What a lovely story. But, but strangely enough... He died on the Saturday, and we had dinner with him on the Friday yes. at his house. 
and he was talking all about um, when he was at school, all the old days and everything. Yeah. So we had a phone call to say he died. Yeah, he'd had a lovely evening. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't really one for chatting much about, but he tried about his lot, life, he? was he? But he was gabbling away. It was all quite interesting, you know. Yeah, yeah. it is extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've been listening to a red wine dialogue called Let the Vintage Flow. Featured were Joan Chavour, Brian Cohen, that acapella showman and teller of monologues, and myself, Keith Dursley, your host. For more information, go to www.dursville.com. That's D-E-R-Z-V-I-L-L-E.